and welcome back to episode 31 of the church girl podcast i am here with my sister in christ miss tiana nalani hello everyone um every time you're here i'm so like grateful and excited when you're here because i know every time we do this we understand like we come to such an understanding about god and relationship Mm -hmm. with god and i always learn something always you know get something new from God and I always like enjoy hearing your experiences with God because it, it gives me that feeling of I'm not alone but also like it gives me that good balance that good context that good outside view of how God works and how I may not always see how he's working in me but it's always it ain't it always easier to see like how God how things work on the outside looking in versus the inside looking out like I get that absolutely every time. absolutely every time we sit and do this like I definitely get that like even just in general conversations like with people that I, I I surround myself with and that's why I surround myself with certain people because I understand that when I'm on the outside looking in I, I have a different perspective and a lot of times people can look at me and in the midst of conversation and say something and give me new perspective about myself so i'm just i'm always happy when i get to have you here because we always do a lot of that we do we do um i think for me too um thank you for inviting me back i think what this is, this is my third or fourth time i can't even remember i think it's my fourth time on i think it might be your fourth <laughs> i think it might be um and I really, uh, I'm honored, one, because I was at a place in my life, um, at one point in my life, I I didn't, I didn't seek God and I didn't seek anybody who knew God. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, I had like my mother and my church family, but I had isolated myself from people of God for so long yeah. um, that to be in a place now where all I want is to be around people yes. of God, it it's truly like for me it you don't know what this does for me like Mm -hmm. um to see somebody in their 20s speaking about god and reverencing him and really living for him it is it's amazing to see um i grew up in a church where oh my god i'm about to cry (laughs) um i grew up in a church where i was like the youngest person there Um, and of course there were kids there but i was probably one of the only teens in church for a long time and then young adult in church um, besides the kids who had to come because their parents were there Um, and there was a point where I was like God are there is there anybody like me like Mm. is there anybody young who really like loves you and wants to serve you like is there anybody young like this like Mm. are people just so out of touch with with you and their relationship with you I mean that they only find comfort in the world because like going into the world when i tell you it is mm-hmm. not what you think it is yeah it's so completely different it is not what you when think you're it a is. church kid and you have to like go out into the world like uncovered by all of the anointing of the church mothers and really have to figure things out and come to terms with the way the world is versus the way that god wants you to be in the world it completely changes you completely it changed me and it made me love God and my church family and my mother so much more than I ever would have had I not gone out and saw what I needed to see for myself. I'm one of those people, um, and I tell anybody this, um, like you can tell me about somebody, right? Be like, and I don't know them, right? And I'll be like, um, okay, that's what you know about that person. I'm gonna go figure out what I can know about this person. And that's how I felt. That's how that was my perspective of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it, mm. 
it just hit me what you said. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Definitely. You know how like somebody like okay, let's just if put you're it not in used to terms. being in the world like like that, you only really know like the impressions that you've gotten, like them secondhand impressions that you've gotten. Right. You right, don't right, really right. know the real. Yeah. And okay, let me just break it down even more if you don't if you're not catching what I'm saying out there. Um say you you're about to go date this person right and you got a couple friends who's known something about this person prior to you ever knowing him or her and they tell you oh don't don't date him or don't date her she does da 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 and you're like you can either go off of what those people say and not date that person or you can go and get to know that person for yourself and determine what it is i'm that person i'm gonna go and determine what it is about this person that one you told me to stay away from and two what is it who are they really um i've always been that way and i um i started really taking that to heart when um, a couple of relationships in my life had gone sour Mm. and it wasn't that you know um i was introduced to certain people who you know, viewed me in a certain way and, you know, um, felt like they had to mentor me. And hmm. truth be told, I didn't want to be mentored by these yeah. people because I'm like, I don't want to be living the way you're living. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now you got some, you got something to teach me, but the way that you live is not what I aspire yeah, to live and like. you're attempting to teach me something that I've not asked you for. Exactly, and that's, I had gone through that. So I had to take a step, I, and that, that was a big part of the reason I went into isolation. Um, that's that word. It, I've been in isolation mode for like a minute, like a while now. I mean, and you know, everybody's familiar with it. We just, we're still going through a pandemic and yeah. you know, people are still afraid to come outside and yeah. I don't blame them, but isolation taught me um, to really trust myself. Mm. Not only trust God, but trust myself. God mm. put something within me to to be okay, to know that what he put in my mind and what was already within me is is where I should what I should be doing and where I should be going um I didn't need to really go out and into the world and find myself I didn't need to do that I just had to spend some time by myself it's so crazy that you say that because you know my story like I'm all for all intents and purposes I was the closeted church girl Mm -hmm. like I and that's why I call it the church girl podcast because like i I didn't have any of those typical teenage experiences, those college like I didn't I didn't go out party. I wasn't yeah. like experimenting with like drugs or my body or anything. Like I didn't really have any of that. I didn't have the quote unquote, you know, whole phase as they call it. Like <laughs> I, I just was never I never was the kind of person who needed to go and do all of these things that society tells you as a young person you're supposed to, to do. Be doing. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's sick. If you're not doing it's really these things, sick. It, it's, it's almost like if you're not doing these things you're not being a young person like you you're not being a oh you're not my doing goodness youth, i'm so glad you said that you're not doing youth correctly like you're supposed to be out here doing things that are detrimental to your health and are detrimental to your finances and are detrimental to like just your, your body and outlook on life like you're supposed to be out here making as many mistakes as absolutely possible otherwise you're not doing life right and i really did and even like I'm phasing out of it because I'm getting more comfortable in just like being who I am and enjoying the things that I enjoy. But like as I over the years, especially like my early 20s, I definitely felt a huge like weight of FOMO, uh, that fear of missing out that that and and a lot of times I often reference it as um, feeling like a late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I just come into things so, like, after the fact, like, when everybody's done with, like, 
figuring out how to like I, I I truly do feel like I'm a late bloomer maybe that's the way that God has you know set up my life to to help me understand my attachment to time mm-hmm. and my attachment to expectation um which is something else that I'll probably talk about in a different ex- episode but the way that God has mapped out my life the more the older I get and how I when I look back and I see things I realize that he put my life or he he created my life the way that he did he shaped it and molded it the way that he did and he gave me the experiences or the lack of for the simple fact that I was never supposed to have those things I didn't need to do certain things to validate my youth Mm -hmm. I didn't need to do certain things to actually learn myself like I did the things that God needed for me to do in order to know who I am in this moment and I don't have to have this fear of missing out or this fear of I didn't do enough or I didn't make the most of my youth. I did. I conquered a whole lot of stuff. That's it's some people who are like in their 50s, yes, 60s people who haven't conquered. Yes. <laughs> who like it's people who are good are old enough to be my parent, my grandparent at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm just not even certain, scratch the surface yeah, of what you have of, 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 of like certain points and certain understandings of life and of God mm-hmm. and of how it all links together like that you just walking around clueless about that stuff but because God blessed me with this completely different path of, of finding myself and how to do that mm-hmm. I really got like a jump I got a head start honestly I, I got a head start when it comes to how I interpret things, how I receive things from God, how I, like, I've thought about it a lot lately, too, because I, I, after my father passed, me and my siblings have definitely gotten a lot closer. We definitely communicate a lot more, but I'm really, truly getting to know who they are as people and how they think and move and understand things, and I'm, I'm learning things about my siblings that I never knew. I'm realizing things about them that I never knew, how intelligent and smart and, like, just all these different things I never knew about people that like I share blood with yeah but we've definitely lived very different lives and we still at some point come to an an understanding about certain things like my sisters they wasn't out here doing a whole lot but they they was living their best life and they early they they like early 20s and teenage years like they was the party girls they was the one because they were pretty and they had all the friends I didn't have that life I was in the house all the time. I didn't go to parties. And, like, I, I just wasn't that girl in high school. And so being an adult now, having certain conversations with them where they talk about how they was out here, like, partying and doing whoop-de-whoop and getting into certain different situations during their youth. And yet, we still have the same understanding of life, mm-hmm. of how things work, how things move. And it doesn't take away that I didn't have those certain experiences because I still was able to gain that knowledge. I was still able to gain something from being open to having conversations with other people and being open to understanding other people's perspectives. I learned a lot through other people. I learned a lot through, I think that's part of the reason why God made me sort of like an empath because mm-hmm. I pick up on a lot of things just by being around people. You don't, don't have to go through them yeah, yourself. Yeah, I don't have to go yeah. through things. Like, and it's, 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 it's That's one a of gift. The, That's truly a I'm gift. Say that. It's, it's one a of gift. the greatest gifts that God has ever given me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't necessarily have to go through something. There are certain things that I definitely have to go through for me to, like, learn and know for sure. Mm-hmm. But there are certain things that God was just like, yeah, I just need you to see what this looks like. I don't even really need you to do this. I don't even really need you to go through this. Mm-hmm. I just need you to be a witness to this. And you'll know. 
you'll understand. You'll get what you I'm don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had those moments as well. Um, as much as I am a person who wants to figure things out for myself and I need to. Yeah. Um, God has some certain things I need. All I got to do is see somebody else go yes. through that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to take that route yeah. and that's with the people who felt like they need, needed to mentor me at one point in my life um i had already saw some things within their lives yeah. and i'm like if i choose to take the route yeah, yeah, yeah. that you're taking yeah that's where i'm gonna end up where you are now yeah no mm -mm. and it's no like, and, and I think, I'll, I'll i'll take the latter yeah. <laughs> like, and i think people feel offended i'll you stay don't with god make the same mistakes that they make they do and that's the thing that i'm learning you have and i had to look at this oh i had to look at this so there are people, certain people in a certain age group who have had children very young, mm -hmm. probably as a teenager or early, early 20s. And they all, and I've noticed a pattern with all of them. They all tell me the same thing. Um, they all say, you know, don't get married young. Don't have kids young. Mm -hmm. Go enjoy yourself. Go enjoy life. Um, don't worry about, you know, being in a marriage. Like, you know, like. like yeah. Don't those, make it as intentional as you're trying to make yeah. it and i look at those people's lives and i'm and most majority of them are single people mm. who have had kids as a you know late teenager early 20s um and you know they aren't in the career that they want to be yeah. in so i had to look at those people and realize like eh. I can't take your advice. Yeah. And I've always had this. And it's not that I'm judging you or I'm listening not, down on you. I just know that. That's not my life. Yeah. That's not my life. And I'm okay with yeah. what I want for my life because my life is not your life. Yeah. And I get you're trying to give me advice and you think this is sound advice, but maybe you needed that advice at 23. Yeah. But I do not need that advice at 23. Yeah. I, I have a relationship with God that you couldn't even imagine at your age, let alone at 23. I have an understanding about life and about how to just maneuver and what different parts of your life can, how, how it can really impact who you are early on that you could have never imagined at this age. So please keep your advice to yourself. <laughs> and it's not that I don't appreciate you trying to help me, but... And this is the thing that I had to learn too. I had to learn how to politely tell people that I don't want their advice. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the kind of person who, if I absolutely want your advice, I will ask for it. Absolutely. Because everything I else, I go straight to God and he never fails to give me the answers that I need. Never. And if I'm asking you, it's because God has put it on my heart to ask you. So it makes it very difficult to be the kind of person who doesn't absorb other people's opinions and feelings and thoughts and ideas about the way that things should be when everybody expects you to just be absorbent mm -hmm. when it's really like if i am a sponge i have soaked up so much of god that there's not enough room there's not enough room left for for whatever it is that you're trying to tell me especially if it don't come from god right so like and i'm not gonna ring myself out i'm not gonna remove god from myself in order to make room for you Mm. And it might sound selfish and it might sound, you know, hurtful to you if you feel that I should be able to do that for you. But I don't make any apologies for that because God is like, I said this on one of the previous episodes. Don't ask me for advice if you don't want God to be in it. Ooh. <laughs> because I literally do go to God for everything. Like even like the, the, the smallest, like I'll lose my keys and be like, God, please, God, please. 
I, I, I know that it's my fault that I lost <laughs> these keys. I was being responsible, but God, please, it says in your words, seeking ye shall find. Like, I go to God for everything. And like, I, I, people will say certain things like, oh, I can't be around such and such. They too churchy. Or I can't be around such and such. They, they too, they, they too, you know, they a Jesus freak. And I feel like we've all encountered quote unquote Jesus freaks before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't like, I don't mind if you think of me as a Jesus freak. <laughs> like, I don't mind if when you think of me, the first thing you think of is, oh yeah, if you talk to Raven, she gonna say something about God. Like, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> because I do. And I'm constantly in conversation with God. I'm constantly in communication with God. I'm constantly asking God, okay, God, what does this mean? What do I do with this? Where do I go from here? In everything, literally everything. And I had to make myself I wasn't always good at telling people, yeah, I don't want that advice. Like, I don't, cause, cause it does, it, it can't come off as condescending. Like, yeah, I don't see the way you live in and I'm not I'm just not trying to live like that. Like it can't come off condescending. And I, through God and him teaching me more about, you know, compassion and kindness. I've, I've definitely gotten to a point where I know how to politely tell somebody, no, I appreciate this, but you know, I'm just going, I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to seek direction from God. I'm Absolutely. Keep, I'm keep moving. Yeah. Like I had to just be there with it. Because I understand that when people want to do that and they want to give you advice, sometimes, most times it's from a helpful place, especially if you keep people around you like I do, who I know genuinely care about me and love me. But in the same sense, like, and it's not that I'm looking at your life or judging you, it's just that that's not my life. Mm -hmm. And I know the life that me and God communicate about. I know the life that he has put in front of me and given me visions of. And, you know, I know that God knows. And so why would I circumvent the source when I can just go? He gives me through the Holy Spirit the, the opportunity to go straight to the source. So yeah. I'm going straight to the source. It's, it's God for me. I know that God is the reason. Mm-hmm. I know that. And so I don't need to like try and convince myself or like take these other, you know, back door ways to my dreams and my aspirations and I only do none of that. I just gotta go <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I, I just, as you were speaking, um, it just made me think about um, having, just even having that and understanding that you don't have to take everybody's advice. Mm-hmm. Um, it really, it helps you get to a place in life where you are trusting your, trusting God and you are trusting yourself. Um, and it increases your faith. Yes. It really, really increases your faith. And with, with an exponential amount of faith, it life is just different. Is different. Yeah. And your expectations and just your your mind is bigger and greater. Yeah. And that's and what I think. Your desires change. Your desires definitely yeah, change. And the things that you want for yourself change. As God mm-hmm. changes you, I said this before too. But as God changes me. Mm-hmm things that I desire change and not necessarily it's not necessarily that I don't want them anymore it's just that the way I intend to get this or the way that I thought that I was gonna have to get this God says that I don't even have to do all of that I just have to be obedient Mm -hmm. like it's not that I don't want to be able to be financially you know put together or whatever you want to call it or I don't want to be financially stable or whatever it's just that I'm not afraid not to be because I know that God's gonna take care of me yeah like, no matter what I decide to do, God's going to take care of me regardless. So I don't have to obsess over that particular part of the vision that he has for me. He's already shown it to me. I've had to teach myself how to 
unattach my expectations from the visions that God gives me because I've learned that God only gives me a glimpse. Mm-hmm. He don't give me the full shebang. He just showed me, he he show me like a brief moment of a moment <laughs> in my, that I'm, I will like, and it's so crazy because I'll do it now. Before I used to call it deja vu. Mm-hmm. But now I realize that it really was just God showing me a moment. And then as I'm in the moment that God has given me, it's like, oh, okay. I, I I've been I didn't here get, before. Yeah, I didn't get here. I thought I was. Yeah. But this is exactly what God. This showed. is what God showed me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and yeah, then, I have those visions too. <laughs> and so because God does that for me, I mean, it's like a crazy amount. It's often mm-hmm. where I, I, I look up and I'm like, I've been here. I've done this before. It's I'm like, just, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, God. I, I promise, I just said this. Did I not just say this? Mm-hmm. Like. It's because of stuff like that. It, it lets me know that I'm on the right path. Yeah, it does. And it also lets it confirms me know, so much. And it also lets me know that from one moment to the next, I didn't know how I was gonna get from that one, that last moment to this next one. I had no idea. I was just obedient, and God made it so. So it's not. I'm not obsessing over the wealth, so to speak. I'm. I'm focused on what does God need me to do in this moment, mm-hmm. because that's what gets me to the wealth. Yeah. And so Absolutely. my desire to go, then goes from the wealth to doing what it takes to get the wealth, mm-hmm. doing what it takes to, or finding it within myself to to do what it takes to get said wealth. Or if God truly is just like you was never meant to be a millionaire, you just meant to to be able to take care of yourself and enjoy life. Okay, cool, God. <laughs> okay, if, whatever you say. But even in that, like. The things that God just gives me, the visions that He gives me, lets me know that like I got it here for you. I just need you to like be focused on what I need you to do in the moment. Mm. Like it's not necessarily because I know you have your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, but I am not a future God. I am with you. I'm a right now God. I'm a right now God. Yeah. I am working. I am working on you right now. Mm. I am blessing you right now. I am giving you my wisdom and my strength and my love and my my. I'm giving you me right now. So it's not for you to feel like you are like you have to work to get to me. I'm here in the midst with you right now. And so I need you to show me how appreciative you can be right now. How how dedicated you can be right now. If I give you this million dollars, what you gonna do with it? You don't even know what to do with a million dollars right now. Right, right. You've not even done the work. You've not even done the research to know what's like. I have it for you. You just don't know how you're going to get it because you're not done what I need you to get it. Yeah. And so it changes my desire. It's not that I don't want the wealth no more. It's just, okay, God. In due time. Yeah. In due time. But it's it's also like, oh, okay, God. I get it now. Like, it's not necessarily that you don't want me to have these things. You just want me to do them the way that you want me to do them. Or you want me to get them the way that you want me to get them. And I have to let go of what the world is telling me to do to get it. I have to let go of what I think is the easy way to get it or the the, the less, the, you know, the, the, the work smarter, not harder way. Sometimes God just wants you to work hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes God don't want you, you to appreciate it more. Yes. And we're now in a society where everything is so quick and you can get things in the blink of an eye yes. that people aren't working for anything anymore. Yeah. Um, it, they may be doing a little bit of work, but it's not like yeah. hard work and hard work really gives you that appreciation for for the reward that you get at the end of that hard work and i think that's where we're missing nowadays majority of us haven't worked hard for anything so when we do get things we don't appreciate what we get we don't appreciate the luxury that we have yeah Yeah, we don't really know like the hard labor that 
months people had to put in just to get, you know, just to get this car, to get this phone. Like it's little things like that. It's like, I, I sometimes I have to remind myself just, and it's not even, I'm not materialistic at all, but the fact that I have access to the things that I have access to, um, I have access, I have a laptop and I have a phone and I have an internet and I can connect with people anywhere in the world yeah. at any point in time that I want to. There was a point in time where we couldn't do that, we couldn't do that. especially people like us, yeah. women, one, and being a black woman, too. Yeah. You couldn't, you didn't have that kind of access or opportunity. So it just, it, it really makes me appreciate these things a lot more. And I think, too, like you said, I'm, I'm also on a, in a place where God's already shown me. And I'm gonna be wealthy. He's teaching me now, like you said, he's teaching me now the habits that I need to have. Yes. The kind of lifestyle that I have to live in order to maintain that wealth. Otherwise, like you said, I, I get a million dollars. I'm not gonna know what to do with that. Yeah. It could be gone in a year. And you hear stories like that all the time of people who win the lottery, or you know, they get a lump sum of money from somebody passing, and yeah, or a settlement from a like, car accident or something, and it's, and it's gone in a year or two. And I'm like, God, I do not want that to be me. I oh, I don't want that to be me. And. I'm at a place where I'm like, I'm ready to learn, but only from the people that you have put in my life and from you alone. I don't want to learn from anybody else who has any other desire in their heart. If their desire is not to serve you and not to be, you know, completely- And be used by you. Yes, and not to completely submit themselves to you. I don't want to learn from them. I don't want to be around them. And I think um, you said something um, that, you said like the deja vu moments, those yeah, moments, right. like they, um, the visions that he gives us, those visions alone for me, they're like a, they're just a, a reminder that yeah. I'm on the right path. Yeah. They're a reminder that you're going in the right direction. It yeah. may not feel like it a lot of the times. Yeah. And a lot of times I'm like, all right, God, am I really supposed to be doing this? Like, yeah. do you really want me to leave right now? Like, are you sure this is where I'm supposed to be going? I'm not supposed to stay here. And I'm like, and, and God has confirmed for me over and over and over again. No, like, this is where you're supposed to be yeah. going. And I still have like, and it's not that my faith is no, it's not there. It's that I just, I get in my own way. It's my flesh, that fear, it just, yeah. it always creeps up and it's like, all right, no. No, no, no. It's like a battle. Yeah, it's such a battle. It's such a battle. Because you, I, I, think I, I even said last episode, like, you never know until you're in a moment where God is, is putting you face to face with your fear, what you actually have inside yourself and how you're going to respond to that fear. And you just got to choose God. Mm-hmm. And I be, and it's so, it's so, it's so funny because in, in those moments where you feel that fear, you forget that God is an option. Like you just, for whatever reason, your brain just totally shuts off and like forgets like that God is the answer. Like yeah. whenever you don't know, God's answer. God is never the wrong answer. Right, right. Like just go to God and he will. And, and I've really been trying to practice that lately. Cause I, and that's why I feel like, you know, I, I told you before we started recording that like, I'm just exhausted. Like I don't have time to worry. I don't have to be, I don't have time to be, I don't have the energy to worry about things or be anxious. Cause it just takes so much from you when you do that constantly. But I really do do feel like like lately I've just been been like if I don't know or if I don't understand or if I'm confused, all right, God, you got it. I don't have I don't have the energy for this, God. Like mm-hmm. God, you got it. I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna be sitting up here worrying about this. I'm not gonna obsess over this because that's what I'm prone to doing. I'm not gonna sit up here and overthink. 
I'm, I'm giving it to you guys. I don't, I, I can't, I, I, I'm going to drive myself crazy if I try to figure this out. So go ahead, God. You tell you. It's in your hands. Yeah. All right. Just, just, just tell me what I need to, <laughs> to do. Like, what is my next move? And I will do that. Cause I, I can't, I can't sit here and try to figure this out. Clearly, I don't have the the intelligence or the the intellect or the understanding that you have, God, to figure out what what is the quote unquote right thing to do right now. So you just go ahead, God. Look, just I'm I'm gonna hand this on over to you, and then you can tell me what I'm supposed to do here. So can I ask you something? What um, when you when you open yourself up to listen, how do you know is God and it's not? You know, cause not only can God hear our prayers, but you know Satan can as well. Mm-hmm. And how do you know the difference? For me, and, and I've, I've given this a lot of thought to, because it's actually like, and it's so crazy, but I've given this quite a bit of thought. I think that for me being born with like sort of mental health challenges, because I know that it's there and because I know that my brain is hardwired to automatically assume the negative, automatically take in the worst possible scenario, automatically respond to negativity or aggression or insecurity i know that those things are not from god Mm, okay like if if it's if it's this is undeniably not from god because this is this is something that i realize is being thought or or done out of fear out of insecurity out of me not trusting my ability to do something out of me not trusting in god to be able to carry me through something so when i i, I realized that because god because that'll be trying it i promise you mm-hmm. trying it. oh yeah oh he be trying it yeah and it's like in certain moments where i'm asking of god to reveal something to me and to give me an answer for something i had to learn how to be okay with waiting i had to learn how to be okay with truly stealing myself and truly like not searching for the answer like just letting God give it to me because it's when you go searching for the answer is when Satan kind of pops up and tries to give you suggestions about things that's at least for me like when I am just not satisfied enough with waiting for God to give it to me Mm -hmm. because again because I'm prone to being anxious I'm Mm -hmm. prone to worrying about things yeah God, you're not doing it fast enough. So I'm just do this. God, you're not you're not giving me this understanding of what I wanted. So I'm just do this. No, go to God first. Yeah. And and, and really like lay it, like make it plain, and really invest in. It really all come down to communication and, and and understanding your communication with God. If you are, if you understand the way that you and God communicate, it, it becomes very easy to understand the difference between. When God is saying something to you and when either your flesh or Satan is trying to com- convince you or suggest something to you because you spend so much time in communication with God that like, you just know when it's not his voice. Like, you, you or at least for me, I know when God is, is directing me or speaking to me because of the fact that God is like my homie. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk so much that we have a rapport. And so... If something doesn't sound like, like, you know, if I was to say something to you, T, like, girl, I think I'm about to just go out here and, and, and hold up. You look at me like I'm crazy because you know that's not the kind of person I am. Yeah. Like, you know me well <laughs> yeah. enough. Like, I would never even come gotcha, out and say something yeah. like that to you. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Because you know me. Because mm-hmm. you spend time with me. Because we communicate. Yeah. And because I've yeah. never approached you with something like that because it doesn't even make sense. Even if I were to say something like, you would just, even spending time with a person. 
Because I'll even put it that way so that people understand it even like that. When you spend enough time with a person and y'all communicate enough, even like if you're dating a person and y'all text enough and all of a sudden that, that, that vibe in the text messages switch up, he ain't even got to really say nothing or she ain't really even got to say nothing too, too off. It's just you a, know. It's yeah. a vibe. Yeah. It's okay. a, yeah, your tone is different today. Something is different about you today. God, don't ever lay, leave me hanging like that. Mm -hmm. I always have a clear understanding. I won't say I always have a clear understanding, but I always know and understand when God is speaking to me because there's none of that. There's none of that. Something is off today. Mm -hmm. God is never off. The, the the flesh is off. Yeah. Satan is off. Satan will, will will say something to you or prompt something to you. You be you have to take a minute to think about it. Like what? Versus when God says something to me, even if I have to take a minute to think about it, it will be in correlation with something that He's already said to me. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like if I ask God, God, I'm asking you for patience because I have been asking Him for a lot of patience lately. God, I'm asking you for patience. I don't know really what to do here. I'm not sure if I'm being too patient. I'm not sure if I'm being, I'm not being patient enough. I really don't know what to do, but I'm giving it to you and I'm, 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 I'm allowing you to give me the answer here. And instead of God coming to me in some voice and being like, I need you to be patient or I need you not to be patient. What he did is, what he usually does is he present me with an opportunity to be patient. Mm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And I've also gotten to the point where, like, no matter what, I just know that God got me. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if I am being patient for no reason, I'm going to get to a point where I understand that and I'm just going to walk away. I I've got to a point where I don't I don't let Satan, like, scare me with the possibility of making a wrong choice. Mm -hmm. Because God restores and he heals and he recovers. And even if I do make a wrong choice or I do something that I wasn't supposed to do or didn't make sense, like... Eventually, God is going to show me that. That's a, and, and it'd be the moments where I cannot deny God's voice that he shows me those things. Like, I, I've, I've, I've had to spiritually give myself a whooping before yeah. because I thought this is what God was saying to me. But really, this was, it's not that I wasn't listening to God. It was that I was, I wasn't being quiet enough to hear his voice. Ooh, okay. Okay. Like I, like I said, I was so busy trying to like find the answer and go searching yeah. for it. Yeah, that's that's an essential part. I just wanted you to hit on that. I mean, because I, I mean, I've learned that I learned that early on. Um, but just p for people who listen, who aren't, who didn't grow up in church the way yeah. we did, um, and who are seeking a relationship or trying to figure out, or maybe their experience with you know, religion or whatever church they were a part of, it wasn't a positive one. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's something truly special about sitting and waiting yeah. to hear God and being silent. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I was writing these quotes the other day and uh, one of the quotes was that, you know, you pray, you sit, yes. you listen, yes. you wait and God will reveal. Um, and it's essential that you and it goes against everything that you're learning now and just being in the world now it, it, that's not that's not it like if anything yeah. you if you can't get an answer you go somewhere else and get an answer you know like that's yeah. that's what people are being taught so this is going against every every norm that you're seeing nowadays because yeah. and we live in an internet internet age where mm -hmm. information is at your fingertips literally fingertips and you don't have to wait on anything or you don't have to 
sit and be patient to get anything because you can go and get whatever you want within five minutes yes. or within 30 minutes or an hour. And it's like, God doesn't work that way. Yeah. So if you truly seek him, you know, you, you have gotta to be okay with not having the answer for a while. Yeah. And, and, and know that just because you don't have the answer, it's not the end of the world. It's not yeah. the end of all ends. It's, it just means God is trying to teach you something. Yeah. And you may not catch it the way he wants you to catch it. If he were to give you the answer this yeah. early, you're going to, it'll mess you up. Yeah. It'll, and it'll Which take you off track. earlier about him giving me them glimpses of stuff yes. and me just running with it. Mm -hmm. Me just taking it and being like, oh, okay, this is what God want me to do. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, like, no, no, wait, no, a minute. No, no. wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, you wait, skipped wait, wait. about five, six steps here. Right. Hold up. <laughs> like, and that's, that, um, it's, that's something I learned. Whew. I think I learned probably within like the past two years, just really waiting on God. Um, you gotta wait. You have to. And once you do, he will bring something back around to you so you can see yes. what the purpose of you waiting to get that answer was. And you'll appreciate that wait so much more. The process is far more, it's far more rewarding when you go through it entirely and not skip over steps yeah. and not jump around to what you think the and process I'm the kind should of person be who I don't like I don't like when I haven't done everything I possibly could in order to achieve something mm -hmm. like if there is a if there's a way that I could have done this that would have given me like a better outcome I want to I want to do it again I want to yeah. start yeah. like give me another chance and and waiting gives you that it gives you the opportunity to do that waiting gives you the opportunity to truly make sure that you are crossing every t and dotting every i like <laughs> the gift is not in the gift itself it's in the mm -hmm. wait it's in the wait it's in the process yes yeah it absolutely is because it puts so much other context and so much other understanding on the gift that you're being given mm -hmm. Because you 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 took the, the time appreciation to go, yes, you is took the far time greater to go the process of mm -hmm. waiting for it, and I feel like like you said we just live in such a convenience heavy world that like it's hard for us to train ourselves to wait on God. It's like discipline, it's, it's so much discipline that you, that we're not we're not even taught discipline anymore, yeah. and it's it's unfortunate. And if you didn't play sports and like in school, and you know if you didn't have parents who or, or guardians who taught you discipline learning it as an adult yeah, is the hard. hardest thing in the world it's I'm at hard. that place where I did play sports but even my mother she wasn't very disciplined the only thing she was disciplined in was seeking God that's yeah. the only thing she was disciplined in and my father you know they you know they worked my parents worked they still work um and that's the only thing that I saw them be consistent with was work God and and so for me it's like now I'm trying to have You're trying to apply discipline to so many other places so many other places yeah. to my eating habits to my to just being active Girl. <laughs> like it's, Girl, it, it truly takes discipline like I can remember as a child you know my dad he can be really condescending in ways and you know he's one of those people he gives good advice but the way that he gives it is just all wrong it's yeah. yeah, his delivery is so messed up. Um, and I was I was a big like I wasn't a big kid, but I was chunky and I was like probably the biggest out of his kids. Mm -hmm. And I've always been thick. So like for him, he didn't understand that. And you know, I remember him sitting me down and being like, you know, um, 
you shouldn't eat this much. And I'm like, okay. And my mother also dealt with, you know, some, some problems just with, uh, being overweight and, um, and it wasn't always, um, that it was the wrong things that she was eating. It was just how much. And most of the, now she's at a place where she doesn't even eat as much. And that's why she is gaining weight because she's not eating. Yeah. It's too slow. It's broken. Um, and I remember there was a point when I probably, I was about 10, my mother completely changed how we were eating versus her being like my father who said, you're eating too much. She was like, all right, we're eating the wrong things or we're eating things that aren't really good for us. Yeah. You know, my dad was still buying me fast food and, you know, offering me all kinds of, less of it. and it's like, yeah. no, you don't, you haven't even taken the time to get to know what's going yeah. on with my body for you to try to advise me on what and to do not with even, this. You've assumed my relationship with food before you even ask him before you even ask me. Yeah. Cause as a child, I only know what you teach me. Exactly. And, and if you constantly bring me process this and process that, what you don't know about my body is that I can't eat that stuff. It stores it as fat, and that's why I'm getting the problem. That's why I'm, that's why I'm, I'm chubby like this. You know, it wasn't that I wasn't active. Um, I had asthma, so it did keep me a little behind when it came to activity. But I overcame that because I'm like, I don't want this to stop me. Yeah. And I had to really. It wasn't until my mom took you know classes on how to eat right and how to cook your foods that I truly learned. Oh, okay. So it wasn't really the food I was. It was the food I was eating. It wasn't and how it much was, you were eating. It was the food that you were. Eating. It was the food I was eating, and I and I had to tell my dad. I said, Dad, you know, at your home, there's more processed food than anything. Packaged everything. Yeah. You guys just warm stuff up. My mom makes everything yeah. from scratch. And he one day he asked me, he says, So do you like the cooking better at my house or your mom? I said, My mom's definitely. I'm like. I don't really think you guys know how to cook. Like, all I see you do is warming stuff up. Yeah. And he just looks like, hmm. And like, within a couple of years or so, I saw some changes in his house. Cause it's like, ah, okay, maybe we do. And I'm like, that was the issue. You know, yeah. I wasn't eating fresh food. My body doesn't like processed food. Yeah. And it, that's how it reacted by storing it as fat. Cause that's what your body does when it doesn't know what to do with something it doesn't recognize, it stores it as fat. So it's like, if this food isn't holding nutrition, but all it is is, you know, a bunch of sugar and it yeah. acts like, you know, it, it tells your brain that this is, you know, yeah. what you're consuming, it, it it's more difficult. And I say all that to say like, you know, when you truly get to the root of what, um, of where God is, what he's trying to show you and what he, where he's trying to take you, it's, it, it makes that process a lot more smooth mm -hmm. because you understand that the, the, the origin of this is what's wrong. Yeah. And once yeah. you get to that other side of, oh, okay, I figured this part out. Now yeah. God is going to keep showing me this and he's going to keep showing me this yeah. and then he's going to keep showing me this. And it's like, wow. And the crazy part Whoa. is that the more that he shows you, the more you realize you don't know or you yes. missing. The more you realize yes, how yeah. much you didn't truly know yeah. about what it was that you were going through or what yeah. you had, the the issue or the problem that you had. It was so much deeper than so much. surface level. Absolutely. And and that is that's the importance of the process. It's truly getting to the root of what it is that is keeping you from going through that process or what it is that's holding you back from even starting that. Mm -hmm. And how do you continue to get through it? And I think, again, going back to this internet age that we live in, I think the internet plays a part in that. 
Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Uh, most of the time on the internet, you see people's successes more than you see their failures. You see people. And that's what I was going to say. People don't talk about the process yeah, enough. That's the problem. Like, yeah, they'll be like, oh, it took me so long to talk about all of they, that. They only tell you the process after the fact. They, mm-hmm. And see, that's. They don't tell you the process during. This is why I, I want to do what I want to do with media. Like, only because of this. Because, and this is why I even was inspired to, like, even get into any kind of, like, media. Because I knew a long time ago that I wanted to capture the process of me becoming who God has called me to be. Mm -hmm. I don't care whether you see my successes or my failures or whatever. I want you to understand the process. That's why I do this this podcast. And I talk This is the process. This is the process. (laughs) This is the process. This is the process. This is the episode 31. But I have a long way to go. Because I know there's so much more that God has to teach me. And it's mm-hmm. why that I never run out of stuff to talk about. Because this process, this relationship is a process. It is a, it's, it's a constant leveling up of who I am in Christ and what I what I look for in Christ. And the, the things that he like. I say it all the time. God is so complex and deep. And like the deeper you get into relationship, the deeper you get into understanding and of God and you realize I don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. I know absolutely nothing here. And it's okay. Yeah. It's so okay to not know nothing. Yeah. It, it just what something somebody said something to me about disciples. You know how disciples disciple means to to learn or to to be taught. Um most of us don't want to learn anymore and that's the problem with the process too is that the process you're you're constantly learning and you're constantly in a place of not knowing that we're all like oh we have the answers now like oh we know what to do and it's like no 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 it's okay to be in a place of learning. Yeah. I tell people all the time now, I'm like, they're like, so what are you so doing? You yeah, learn. they're like, what are you doing with your life? Like, what are your goals? And I'm like, I'm literally in a place of where I'm learning. I'm learning what I want to do. I'm learning what my goals are. I'm learning how to be a woman and how to really know my worth and what I truly want for my life. I'm learning all of that right now and I'm okay with that. And you'll have people look, I have people look at me like crazy. They're like, because they know the gifts that I have, but they don't know how to show me what to do with these gifts. And quite frankly, I don't want you to show me. Yeah. Like I'm in a place of yeah. learning and I want, I'd rather for God to show me. Because you show me what you think I should be using this gift for. Mm-hmm. And you'll show me from your, your fleshly point of view. Like if, if you are not, like you said, if you're not consistently in God and, you know, seeking God yourself consistent, I don't want to learn from you. Yeah. I don't, I don't care to take any advice from yeah. you because you, you won't, you will be misleading me and you don't even know that you're misleading me because you think you're giving me advice about yeah. my life when really you're, you're projecting what you would have done had you been in my life. Yeah. That's what you're projecting. Yeah. And, and that is a you're, trying, yeah. you're attempting to tell me what you think I should do if you were in my position. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that because you're not in my position. You're not in my position. Yeah. You're not in my body. You haven't been given the life that God has given me. So as keep, a matter keep of fact, it to yourself. That's not even, and that's not even a downer on you and your life because you need to figure out what God wants for you and find out how amazing that is. But I'm trying to figure out how amazing my life is right now. Mm-hmm. And so I can't kind of take this detour off into what would such and such do if they were me. I can't do that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the 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 time for that. And this is crazy, too, because I've been thinking about it like a lot lately. But I don't know why, because I'm not even in like a doom and gloom, fire and brimstone, Jesus come back soon type. <laughs> I'm not even that type of believer. 
but like it's definitely like just watching the world and the way it's moving i've been saying jesus is coming i don't know i'm trying to tell you he's coming and i'm just trying to get my life right so i can go when he comes because it's crossed my mind quite a lot lately like we're not the only ones i've heard quite a few other people who are so in tune with god and this is why really why i wanted to record today because i really have gotten to a point where i truly am in the midst of trying to structure my life where i live every day as if it's my last Mm. i really am trying to get into a uh not even a routine because this sounds so mundane when you call it a routine but i really am trying to get into living every day giving as much of myself to god as possible because i don't want it to be no when i'm trumpet sound i don't want it to be no no confusion yup here i go let's go (laughs) y'all I'm supposed to be on this on this ride up to heaven with I don't want it to be no confusion. Yeah. I don't want it to be when I'm up there having to explain my life to to to, to the, the to, to God at the pearly gates. I don't want him to Yep, God, so I've been doing I did this today. I did I, I don't want it to be no confusion. I wanna go I wanna be excited. I wanna be like that kid who got straight A's on a report card on parent teacher night. I wanna be mm-hmm. that kid. I want to be that kid who can't wait to go to parent teacher night because I know all my grades is good. I know I've turned in all my homework. This yeah. Week. I know that like I did something nice for a teacher, so they're gonna give me a comp. Like, I want to be that kid when I get there. Mm-hmm. And so I've really faced into living every day like it's my last, honoring God as much as possible, you know, talking to God as much as possible, communicating with God as much as possible, being on top of the things that He calls for me as much as possible every single day, even while I'm exhausted, even while I feel like crap, even while I, I'm, I don't want to do it right now, but I'm going to get up and do it because you said so, God. Like, it don't even matter how I feel right now. Yeah. You've called for me to do this, and so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it like it's my last day being able to do it. And, and when I live like that, and when I think like that, it gives me such new found appreciation and amazement at the fact that he gives me another day to do that stuff all over again. Yeah. Like, I did my best today, but even doing my best today, I knew I could do better. And guess what? I get tomorrow to try to do it better. I get to wake up tomorrow. It's because it's not guaranteed. He don't have to wake me up tomorrow. Right. But if I wake up tomorrow, that means he gave me another chance to yeah. do this all over yeah. again. And it makes me excited about life. At mm. a point where I was, I say that all the time, every time birthday come around. At a point in life where I was using birthdays as death mark or, or bookmarks for death, where I was sitting having to consider whether I wanted to live another year. Because what has this year done for me? Mm. From a point of not seeing any value in my life to not being able to wake I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and try, try to do this all over again, try to be better again, try to be more of God and more of myself. And I can't wait to do this again. Yeah. That's, that's where I really am trying to stay right now. Especially with all the stuff that's coming my way in these next couple of months. I just, I want to be, I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know. I really like, I've, 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 I've sat here and I've tried to figure out, okay, what the, what is the rest of this year going to look like for me? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And I have gotten so far past the point of it being anxious and worrying about it that I really am just, God, whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. And whatever it be, it's going to be. Because I know you got me. And I know that as long as I live every day, like I'm, I'm doing what you call of me to do and I'm being obedient and I'm being as compassionate as possible. I'm being as selfless as possible. I'm being a blessing to as many as people as I can be. I'm being as loving as you call me to be. It is what it is. Yeah. So I, I can't guarantee that I'm even live to see that million that you have for me. <laughs> but cause this COVID out, this COVID stuff out here is crazy. 
crazy. might not even meant for me to see them see no million. You might have been just just meant for me to be a loving person mm-hmm. until I was gone. You you might have you really might have just called for me to be as loving as humanly possible until the day I die. As long as I do that, I'm good. Yeah. I really I I I find it really hard to attach myself to any kind of like plan that I have for myself. Mm-hmm. Like I've just I've for, I've forgone all of that. I, I, the plan that I have waking up every day is just to do better. It's just to serve God. It's just to be more in God. It's just to be more obedient, more patient, more loving, more kind, more compassionate, more understanding. Those are my desires right now. Those are like, and it's not to say, because we talked about it earlier, wealth and, 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 you know, all my music dreams and art dreams and all that stuff. Like, that's cool and that's dandy. And, you know, because God is, is, is allowing me to wake up every day, I still have a chance to pursue those things and take joy in those things and, and, and you know, interact in those things when I see fit. But for the most part, I truly do enjoy just waking up and being better for God. Absolutely. You make it, and it, it just makes life better. It makes life better in a way that you really wouldn't understand unless you tried it. Yeah. It makes life more worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. When you wake up every day and you, you, I mean, cause I know there are people who don't necessarily subscribe to the idea of having a purpose, mm-hmm. which again, I don't, don't compute, but, <laughs> but I just, I, I just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around the, the idea that you just want to exist. Like you just want to, like, you don't want to do nothing. You just want to exist. Like you just want to be here, just like as a innocent bystander to life. You don't want to be able. To, you don't want to do nothing. Like you don't want to. You don't want to have any kind of greater peace inside yourself that calls you forth to do anything. You just want to be here. You just kind of want to be like in the world. I don't want that. No, no. I think to to be in a place where you do want more, it takes a lot of risk. And most people don't want to risk their comfortability, their, yeah. you know, their cozy little life. Comfort zone. Yeah, they don't want to risk that. And I get it. It's safe and you know what to expect. Yeah. And I think that's that's what it is, is that you when you go on this journey, but when you go on this journey where you are living a life of purpose, where you are walking by faith and trusting God and consistently in relationship with him, it's risky. It's risky because you don't know what is coming next. But I find peace in that. Strangely enough, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what life like, would be without risk. Right. I don't know. I think for somebody like me and you who enjoy that kind of spontaneous, risky type of purpose-driven life, I think it works for us because it it always gives us something to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, if I don't do this, I know what I'm gonna get, but if I do, I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather figure out. And it's a possibility that I could find something there that's better than this. And I just a can't. A lot better than what this is. I, I don't wanna miss out on the opportunity. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, with God, it's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always gonna find something better than if I was to settle for what is my life right now. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna find something better. Always. Because everything that God has for me is better. So, like, it's not even worth, like, and I forget at times, like we all do, because I'm human and I still daily fight that fleshy part of myself. Yeah. But when I really truly like think about it, I don't have to be fearful or scared or afraid or none of that. Because if God said, gives me the the, the 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 option or the choice or the, the 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 opportunity to have something different, I can guarantee it's gonna be better. A lot better. And that's 
that's the beauty in it that is the that's the aha like oh wow the grass is greener over here yeah. God's grass is always it's greener always greater God used that good that good that good fertilizer over there on his line <laughs> Like, that's it the keeps one place you watered. guarantee the grass is greener. Absolutely. It keeps it's it watered. It's not even going to be greener in the sense of the way that it looks. Because that's what throws people off about relationship with God. Mm. People walk into relationship or just into religion again, which is not, I'm not a big fan of religion. Not but at people all. People walk yeah. into this understanding of God where they feel like, or they have this perception of God where people have told them who claim to be in God that as soon as you come to God, your life is going to be perfect. No. No. That's <laughs> that not is a wrong. misconception. And if you look at, if you follow anybody, I mean, any of the stories in the Bible, you will see all of those people. Yeah. All, only perfect purpose was Jesus, but he still endured a yeah. lot of pain, a lot of ridicule, yeah. a lot of people who, you know, didn't, who thought he was a complete fool he he experienced all of that yeah. what makes you think you're any different yeah. you're not any different yeah life doesn't suddenly get easier because you're it with god no if anything it's the harder route and no I've doubt i'm not gonna lie to you it is definitely the harder route because you have so many people who are against you just because you believe that is what makes it the and most difficult they misunderstand what you believe they mis completely misunderstand and it's because of religion that they misunderstand it's because yeah. of what man has done to god that they misunderstand yes. and that is why you have to get to know god for yourself you really do i've, I've i'm trying like i'm really trying to because i i i say it i say certain things on the podcast because i've been i've been trying to get better i ain't gonna lie i've been trying to like do better with the things that i articulate because sometimes i do feel like i be on here and i just be going off into my tangent yeah <laughs> like wait where's yeah. she going with this right but like i really have tried to like be better with the 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 things that i want to convey but also the words that i use because words mm -hmm. have meaning yes and i've said a lot i know i've said a lot of times that oh once you start understanding how god works it's easy it's easy and it's not even necessarily that it's easy you just understand i have yeah. to stop making understanding some miss with easy because it's not understanding just because you is... begin to understand doesn't mean that it's easy things get more difficult yeah because um, you start that to is, actually yeah you, you begin to have to really start making some very difficult choices oh <laughs> and that part is not easy that part is quite difficult because when you live a when you've been living such a life of choosing flesh first choosing self first choosing whatever feels good and makes me happy you you and, and then you get into a relationship with god and god starts telling you that yeah i know this make you happy but this ain't what i call for you yeah, I know this was make you comfortable right now, but you're not supposed to be comfortable in this place right now. This is not even where I called you to be. So mm -hmm. why are you even comfortable here? Like when it gets to that, that's the hard part. And you, when you get into the practice of, 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 you know, dealing with those difficulties, certain things become easy over time. They become easier over time, but it's still always difficult. You still always run into those things that, dang. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I don't know. This is difficult. I don't know how to wrap my head around this because in spirit, there's always a chance to grow. Mm. There's always something new that God can reveal to you to let you know, yeah, you ain't got it like you think you got it. There's still places and in, in areas where you can definitely grow. So don't overestimate, you know, or, or matter of fact, don't underestimate my ability to, to, to stretch you open and, 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 
put things within you even when you feel as whole as you do mm-hmm. even when you feel as 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 put together and, and, and you know righteous in the spirit as you do I am God so I am perfect so I, I can clearly see the imperfections within you yeah. I can clearly see the places within your spirit that you've not grown and because I am God and because I love you and because I want you to, to join me here and you can only join me here once you have fulfilled what I've, I've needed you to fulfill I am make no mistake I'm going to do everything it takes to make you grow in those places and it's not going to always be fun it's not going to always be you know easy it's not going to always be what you want but when you understand that the things that I want for you are because I love you and because I know that you need them and because they make this human experience so much easier and I want that for you I don't mm. want you to be suffering I yeah. want you to have this, this, this easy version of this human experience I'm going to do everything I can to give it to you that includes being your father that includes being your, uh, your disciplinarian that includes being somebody who even when you don't want to even when you don't feel like it, I, I, baby, you got to get up. You got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do this. <laughs> you don't have And you choice. don't know who's missing out on something because you're not there. Yeah. That is, I think that's what really keeps me going is that somebody could be missing something because I'm not there. Yeah. Because I haven't made my presence known. Yeah. And it's because I walk with God that my presence is known. And you don't know who could lose a life because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. That's really, that's really what, whew, when I'm exhausted and tired, that is what keeps me moving. I just don't know. A simple smile, a simple wave, a simple, how are you today? Yeah. Is really something that could save somebody. Like there's a lot of broken, hurt people walking around. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's what it is for me. That's why I'm so intentional about God. I know that, and also just on a personal level, I, I, I said it, I've said it on numerous, on numerous occasions, but I come from such a dark, deep place of self-loathing, self-loathing that like, I know what it's like to not feel any value or any worth or any love for self and how good it felt for people to externally give that to me because I could not give it to myself. Mm. And especially when it came from a genuine place, because it didn't always come from a genuine place. But when it did, it was amazing. Yeah. It let me know that there was a possibility. There was some hope of love in my future, of, of me being able to find that love within myself. And so me knowing this, it makes it only makes sense for me to then turn around and be that example of love everywhere I go. Cause I don't know, I don't know how everybody's feeling. I'm a very introverted person, so I don't just spark up conversation with everybody. Yeah. But if I am, I'm loving enough that I, at least this is what I aspire to. I want to be loving enough that when I enter a room, you feel loved. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, about how, what means, but I want you to feel loved when you are with me because I know what it's like to not feel loved at all mm. and not have any like, just not know, just to never know, just to always question, Do does anybody love me? Does anybody care about me? Does anybody give a damn? I do. And I, I you don't, you don't get to leave my vicinity without knowing that yeah. like I've, 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 I've made I've, I've had so many people come into my life who I know have struggled with things internally and mentally and emotionally and those are the people that I typically end up giving most of my love to and my time to and it's, it's hurt me in a relationship way certain ways but I've, 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 I've shifted how I focus that love mm-hmm. because I know that the, the love that I want to receive in that way 
it can't be the kind of love that is, you know, always uh, outpouring of myself into another person. That kind of love is meant to be, you know, equally shared. But when it comes to everybody else and, you know, the people around me that are I know are struggling and really don't understand that God is love and God is in you and therefore you are always loved. I, I need for people to understand that because it's what helped me get to where I am. I had to teach myself self-love from scratch by, by understanding how God's love works for me. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I do as much as I, that's why I talk about God so much because I, the ways that I look at God, love and God are synonymous. Yeah, they are one and the same. Yeah. And so if I'm embracing you with as much love as I can possibly embrace you with, there's no way you can't feel God. There's no way that you don't, especially because I'm I'm not doing this for nobody else's benefit other than wanting to give you a chance to to feel God. Love is God and God is love. And so if you're encountering me and I'm doing my very best to give you as much love as possible, I know that you feel God. And and, and that for me is part of, that's my purpose. Mm-hmm. is for you to feel God and feel God's love and know that it's here if you want it. You just got to embrace it back. You just got to be willing enough to, to to accept God's love. And then after you accept God's love, be willing to give that love away. Because that's how God's love works. It, he, he, he fills you up so much with his love that it's intentional to give it away. That's I, 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 I view myself sort of similarly to, I'm not saying that I'm like Jesus or nothing like that, but I try to live like Christ. I try to be that person who, when you encounter me, you, 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 you just can't encounter nothing that's for love when you come mm-hmm. in contact with me because I know that that is what is missing for a lot of people. It's a lot of broken, it's a lot of hurt, it's a lot of traumatized, it's a lot of people who just never knew, never knew love and therefore never knew, never knew God. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that's what has this world so like broken right now. So, so fearful, so insecure, so downtrodden. Like I, I just, it's a lack of love and therefore a lack of God. And so if I can, if I can offer enough love to those around me, cause I know that God can give it to me. I know he can give me enough love to give away. So if I can make myself that vessel of love for everybody around me, maybe that, that, that is some sort of way at least in my thinking, in some sort of way, it inspires God or inspires people to get closer to God. I think the moment you embrace love, even if you don't know it, you embrace God. And so even if you don't know, you know, God by his name, if you are loving a person, if you are are genuinely and sincerely caring for a person and being kind and compassionate to a person, you are still doing what God is, 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 is called for us to do. You know, I um, I share a lot of those same qualities as just as just being a giver. Um, and one thing that I will say is that there will be there you will come across and there will be a point in time when you have given all that you can give and people still want more from you. Yeah. Um, and despite it's how much love, yeah. yeah, and how much love you put out there, and love does not. I'm not gonna say that doesn't always feel good. It doesn't. Yeah. God will show you things about yourself in love yeah. and it'll be something that is extremely painful to yeah. understand yeah. and to comprehend yeah. and to therefore walk in. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the part of love that is that hurts almost yeah. because you're learning things about yourself that you weren't aware of or you may have been. It's a- not necessarily the love that hurts. It's like you said, it's the understanding. It's the understanding yeah. that of, of a place of where you lack something. Yes. Um, and I just recently went through something with a friend, um, 
and I'm not gonna say any names, but you know this friend. Um, and we we have gone through almost like a falling out because I've given all that I can give. Yeah. And I can't give anymore. Yeah. I can't. If I give more, it it, it won't be from a place yeah. of love. It'll be from a place of me feeling like you almost obligate me to. Yeah. Um, and there that is the point in which you have to, you know, take yourself out of that relationship or yeah. that friendship. Um once you've given all you can and that person still is expecting more and more and more and out of you. When I say love, I don't mean that, like, I'm giving everything. I mean, I'm giving, like, I'm giving you the opportunity to understand Mm -hmm. that everything here for me is sincere. Yes. Yes. Everything here for me is... Yes. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. It's not like I'm, 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 I I don't, because... I just wanted you to kind of clear that that up because sometimes... that I'm making myself available to be taken advantage, advantage of. of and, and just and I don't want that to being be walked at all, all over. At all, yeah. Not at all. But, Lo- but what I mean when I say that I want to be this 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 vessel for love is that not only is it a vessel for external love, but a vessel for internal love, for mm-hmm. self love. Because mm-hmm. the, the two are one and the same. I can't love you until I love myself. Absolutely. And I can't treat you the way that you deserve to be treated unless I'm treating myself the way that I deserve to be treated. And I deserve to be treated with some respect. I deserve to be, retreat, be treated like, you know, the things that I, I do in love are not taken for granted. But also, and then this this is the, this is the tricky part. Because there is a, a level of, of selflessness that comes with love that you, at times, you have to be, you have to be willing to give. Mm-hmm. Like... You can't, it's it's, it's not, it's not that you can't be selfless in love, but there are certain moments where you have to understand that if you do something or if you make yourself available in a certain way, you're not, at that point, you're not doing, you're no longer doing it out of love. You're doing it out of, how can I put this? Like, I'll I'll put it like this. So it, it, because I, I, again, being an empath, I feel everything. And, and I take on the emotions of uh, and, and stuff like that of people if if because I'm just I'm an emotional person so yeah, I, I it's easy same. for me to pick up that stuff <laughs> yeah and so if I feel like even if I love you to death but it being around you feels emotionally draining <laughs> I've gotten to the point where I have I'm no longer fearful to tell someone yeah I'm gonna catch you next week because I I just need some me time like mm-hmm. I, I, I because I know I'm that person. Because I know I'm that person who, like, I, I need to, when I'm with people, I need to give them all of me. Because I want you to feel all of me. I want you to feel all this love and all of this 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 care that I have for you when yeah. I'm with you. But I can't do it 24-7. Because it takes a lot to do it. And I really do enjoy my isolation and my mm-hmm. solitude. And so, you need it to, to, to power back up, to, to just fill yourself up absolutely. again. You need that time. In order time. for me to give this to you, I have yeah. to put something within myself. Mm-hmm. And so in that instance... I have definitely become a lot more selective with the time that I give away and, and how and, and when That's I give important. myself to people mm-hmm. because I, I I realize now that for, in order for me to be this, this this vessel of love I have to take time in order for God to fill that vessel up and for me to pour it out I have to take time to myself for God to fill me back up again to recharge me to give me more to to, to teach me new things about love and new ways to love you yeah so that I can love you. But also new ways to love myself, new ways to 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 strengthen myself, to 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 conquer things in love for myself. 
because I also have things that I don't fully know about love either. I'm still learning Amen. as I go. Right. So I still have things to learn that I, I can't give you something that I don't know how to do. So it's, 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 a, it's a balance for sure. But I do, I, I definitely have always felt like that God has definitely, love has always been like something that I've had to grapple with for life. Cause it's always, I've always attached it to my work. I've always attached it to my purpose. I've always attached it to my value. And instead of looking at it in a negative way, because I felt like I would never have it, because I felt like I would never be worthy of it, because I felt like I would never be able to healthily give it to another person. God has definitely retaught me what love is through my relationship with him. And he's in the midst of teaching me how I'm supposed to give it to others. Yeah. yeah. Because it's, it's powerful. Like love is, 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 is so powerful. It, it, it does so many amazing things. And it changes, it changes a person and it's like, like you change yourself in love constantly because you're, you're constantly learning new things about yourself in a way that, you know, you like to be loved the way that you want to be loved, but also the way that you give love. Mm -hmm. And when you encounter other human beings, that could be something completely different. And so you have to now then try and figure out how to do that for that human being. Instead of me telling a human being how they should want to be loved, oh I am now in the midst of having a human being attempt to teach me, how is it that you need, how is it that you you identify love? How is it that you, you need to feel love? What would make you feel loved in this moment? Not Don't let me just throw all my love on you however I feel like it. Cause you might not need that. You right, might not need that. Right. Me. Yeah. So tell me, explain to me how in your mind, what does love look like? What does that mean to you? And if I am unsure about that, I won't do me or you the disservice of trying to do that for you. Mm. Cause I don't know how to do that. It's mm. going to be at that point. It's disrespectful. Mm. At that point, I'm attempting to do something that one, I don't know how to do. And two, I don't even have the motivation to do it. So why, why am I doing this? Instead, what I, what I would, rather do is have a conversation with you or get an understanding of what you consider to be love let you get an understanding of what i know love to be and we can be somewhere in the middle i'm glad you said that like you should in, in anything that you enter in your friendship or relationship yeah. that you decide to embark it's on friendship, relationship everything yeah absolutely i think some friendships hurt worse than relationships you know yes. um but uh it's important that both of you have that understanding of what one somebody needs and what somebody can give because yes. without that understanding you you end up in a place like where i am now um with this particular friend uh, you know we we're in a place now that we there's no don't love have, lost yes yeah. i don't know how to do this with you yes yeah. it is in it's something you need more of what I can actually give to you. Mm. You need something out of me that I never signed up to give you, you know? Yeah. And it's um, not more of my love that you need. It's some whole other stuff that you can't give That there's me. something within you that yeah. you need from yourself. I can't give yeah. you that anymore. Yeah. I can't. I, I never intended to give you that. If anything, I just intended to... I, just, I was just being myself. Yeah. And at a point, myself needs space yeah. myself needs time and i need to be isolated because that is the only way i'm gonna keep going if i continue to pour out and pour out and pour out the way that i have been doing it it becomes a to a point where i i'm gonna go crazy and then you also realize that like i feel like i've been pouring out so much because i've not been getting anything back 
Yes. Like, or what you, you, if you what you've given me yeah, is not, not filling fulfilling. me up. Yeah. It's not fulfilling. Yeah. And so I don't even have the energy yes. to, to, to give you anything because what you're giving me does not sustain me. It doesn't. Yeah. And, and they're really the, the purpose in it is gone. It's lost. And like you said, the love is still there, yeah. but it, it's just at a point where I, what I was, what, what was being given back to me, the reciprocation in it all, it, it was not what I needed. And we didn't have that conversation of, all right, this is what I'm lacking. This is what you're lacking. This is what I can help with. This is what I can help. Like we, we almost had that conversation, but it wasn't in depth like it should have been. Um, and I think moving forward, I will be so much more careful entering any friendship, yeah. entering any relationship. Without having that conversation. Yeah, that conversation is a must now. It's a must because I don't ever want to put anybody in a position where they're hurt because I've isolated myself. I don't want to do that to anybody. And see, I'm in the midst. Oh, it's so crazy you said that. I'm in the midst of like navigating that right now because like I know that I have the potential to give so much of myself to a person that I care about. Mm -hmm. And it feels, it almost feels like unnatural to be holding myself back the way that I am right now. Oh my goodness. It, it is. Alien. If it feels that way, then you may need to reevaluate whatever that relationship and, 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 is. I, think, I, I had to go through that as well. And I think, I think, because it's not been like any complaints or anything on the other end. It's just been a me thing. It's just been a, I don't like that I'm not able to give you all of me right now. Mm -hmm. I don't like that I'm not able to give you 100% right now because when I love I love 100% when I Same. and that's, and again that's relationship friendship anything when I yes. care I I care care so it's not that I'm in a place right now where I don't want to it's that I really want to but it wouldn't it wouldn't be healthy for me to give that much of myself right now because for the simple fact that we first that conversation has not been clearly had yet mm -hmm. and two I do know that in the past I've struggled with doing too much too soon. Ooh. And so I'm in the I'm in the matrix of learning learning lessons right now because God is teaching me patience and also love and also commitment. And like I'm just in the matrix right now mm -hmm. when it comes to all the different things that God is teaching me. And so it's it's but I will say this. Through this, God has definitely taught me to advocate more for myself. Mm. To 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 not I've definitely climbed some hurdles in terms of fear yeah. in being very straightforward about what it is that I feel and what I want and yes. not having to feel afraid to have certain conversations in relationships. Yes. Definitely learning. I'm, I'm passing flying colors, them tests. <laughs> Trust and believe. Because I've, I've just gotten to a point, I, I don't have time to obsess over this or mm -hmm. overthink about this. I need understanding. Yeah. And... Whether or not you can give that to me right now or not, I just need to know. I just need to understand. If you don't, if if you don't understand or if you don't quite figure it out, then at least us having this conversation will put it on radar for you to be thinking about it. Like, okay, this is something that Raven is thinking about. Maybe I should start thinking about it as well. And eventually we can revisit this conversation with more information. Because I I'm I'm I'm, I'm I think two steps ahead naturally and, yeah. I, and although I'm trying to stop myself from doing that it's, it's still there mm -hmm. 
and it's so a part of you. I, exactly and so I'm 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 in the midst of just trying to 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 find that balance between being as loving as God wants me to and calls me to be versus not being closed off like it's a it's a very it's a very fine line it's a fine line yeah yeah like I'm trying mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to be as loving as God is calling me to be which is like all love all the time 24 7 and then I'm um, um, or this how I interpret it and then versus trying to, to, to think smarter and do things that I know in the past have caused me to be in such detrimental friendships and relationships and like one-sided type stuff where like at the end of it all we could barely even say two words to each other because you didn't even feel it was worth having a conversation with me about it like I'm, I'm knowing your worth but also wanting to be like love a person unconditionally it's the hardest thing ever it's so hard like cause like, you try cause I, I try not to do tit for tat like, yeah. I don't like loving a person like that. Yeah, and, and, and if you find yourself getting to a place of tit for tat, it's not love anymore. Yeah. At I that don't point want that. it's it's uh, conditional not to say that love doesn't have conditions because it does. Yes, you can love unconditionally, but we are still human. We are not God. Yeah. We God didn't ordain us to, you know, be in a place of where we're hurting ourselves to love somebody. Yeah. Or where we're no longer feeling like um, we're being loved yeah. to love somebody. You know, God yeah. didn't put that within us to do. Now, there are special people who can do that, um, and he put that gift in their life, but for the majority, I believe, um, you know, he intended for us to definitely have boundaries. Yes. And understanding that love does come with boundaries, you know. Um, and I think when it comes to, you know, this particular relationship that you're having with this certain someone, um, you may just have to reevaluate what your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally get what you're saying. You feel like you can't love them fully because of just certain aspects of the relationship. And I don't want to get to a point where I'm setting up boundaries that stop me from being able to do that. Like, I feel like so far I have certain, I've set certain boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've made it very clear what I want and, and, and out of this this situation and, and you know I've even gone as far as giving the timeline mm-hmm. but I do feel like it just it just it bothers me that like I feel the need to like hold myself back like mm-hmm. I really just I, I really like it's so unnatural like to just be around a person and not be Especially because authentic. I spend so much time getting to know myself mm-hmm. and, and loving myself and liking who I am as a person. And because I know who I am and how I am when I'm happy and comfortable and like like where I am, I can't be that version of myself because I'm having to hold back a, a this 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 vulnerable part mm-hmm. that I want to give to you. I yeah. want to be able to share with you rather, not give, but share with you rather. And so I'm just patient, waiting, waiting on God. Like I, I keep saying, whenever I'm confused, whenever I don't know, whenever I'm like waiting, I'm, I'm, whenever I'm, I'm, I'm asking God to reveal something or give me something, I just wait. I just, add, I just give it to God. I've even like, and I've talked about this, but I've even started writing in my journal. Like I started, I bought a journal a couple months ago and I'm writing it like every day. And I've turned it into a prayer journal at certain times. Yeah. Where like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? If I'm if I wake up one morning and something is just on my mind, that write it down. 
not thinking about this for the rest of the day. I don't have time. I gotta, I gotta go out here and, and, and I gotta work. I go to the gym. I go make some money. I gotta go do this. I gotta. Do, I don't have time. Mm -hmm. This this journal, I, I I I wrote what was on my mind to God, and then I'm moving on. Like that's how I really had to get through life lately. Because if I sit and I contemplate too too much on things, I begin to overthink and obsess yeah. and make myself anxious. And it's just like I don't have time. I got I have this stuff. There's there's things currently like adult stuff that I just haven't taken care of. That I don't yeah. have time for this right now. So it's this. It makes me feel guilty sometimes that I've gotten to this phase in life. That's what it really is. It's not even that I feel guilty that I'm not able to give all of my love. It's just I, I, I sometimes because I know I've never been here before and I ask for this, which is the wild part. But I'm at a phase in life where I just don't let nothing face me. Like you gonna be here or you not? Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna get through this regardless. Oh. Man, <laughs> but you know, I, I honestly appreciate being, because I'm, I'm at that place too, yeah. strangely. It, it's so funny that you say, um, we're almost like going through the same thing, but in different ways. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the biggest lesson that I've gotten out of things is that, uh, thank you, Trav, I hear her voice. Everything <laughs> is fluid. Everything is so much more fluid than we think. Everything's not set in stone. Life isn't set in stone. Um, oh my so, gosh, I need to talk to Because <laughs> that so really has feelings, been my reality lately. Yes, yeah, so like what, what we're feeling now is not what is to be, you know, a year from now, yeah. you know? Um, and I had to, it's the biggest lesson that I've gotten just out of this year. Everything is fluid. Um, and I'm at a point where I, I had to make a hard decision. I had to, you know, cut off access to a certain somebody in my life that I didn't want to, but I understood that if I didn't, um, it would only put me in a place of where I was compromising, you know, I was compromising things that I no longer wanted to compromise. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to just think about that. Are you compromising your beliefs? Are you compromising what you truly want for yourself? Are you compromising everything that God has told you you would have? Are you compromising all of that? And if you're not, then just be patient. Yeah. And but I really if you are, if you yeah. are, you have to cut off that access to yeah. that person. You have to, because otherwise you will be in a place of torment. You're yeah. tormenting yourself at this yeah. point because it's like, ah, I, I want to love you, but I'm like, ah, you're yeah, not I, I, providing I, yeah. what it yeah. is that I need in order to love yeah. you. Yeah. And that is okay to say, like, if that person is not providing what you need and they have put you in a place of where you are overthinking everything, mm. it is best to take some space. But and see, it doesn't mean that it's over. I don't even think it's that though. That's the best, and I think it's a me thing. You think it's a you? I, I do, I think it's a me thing. I so think, do you think I it's something- I just feel guilty for doing what's right for me. When it like, Ooh. to put it bluntly. Okay, I think that's, I, that's- I feel guilty for, because I've not done it. So you don't know what that feels like, yeah, and you you may maybe it feels like and it, it comes with guilt because I've always I've always chosen to do what's right for everybody else. I like is that what's that song Tiana Taylor saying? Uh, I forget the one. It's on the radio all the time now, but in the song she says that. Um, I was listening to it the other day too. I think it's on Hold On. Oh, she says yeah. that like I've been I've like all of my decisions I've been making. I've always made decisions for everybody else, but I started choosing me. I started making decisions for myself. Mm -hmm. Like that ain't what worth what she said, but like that's with the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like when it's come to love, I've always done what I felt like 
what's best for everybody else because I've always been this person who wants everybody else to feel loved especially mm-hmm. by me but when it comes to now being in this new space where I'm learning a different level of love and a different you know complexity when it comes to love choosing what's best for me feels like and it gives it comes with all these newfound feelings of guilt because I never I never I've never done it before mm-hmm. I don't know what it's supposed to feel like when you do it like I don't know what it's supposed to what is what's what's supposed to happen after like I don't know how I'm supposed to feel once I do something that's right for me like I I I, I had all these perceptions of what it might be like oh I'm supposed to feel vindicated right now I'm supposed to feel like my it's my 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 poop don't stink I'm supposed to feel like I'm you know. Beyonce, like I'm her. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like that though. See, you're the thing is, is that I mean, I've been on this journey. I would say like a little bit longer than you have. Of where I'm, you you are doing things for you. Um, It's something that I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just different. I almost feel like a weight has been lifted. Like because I'm one of those people too I do everything for everybody else um but now I'm at the point where I'm like all right if it's not making sense to me and I, I asked God for this the beginning of last year I'm like God I don't want to do anything that doesn't make any sense to me mm. and that doesn't align with yeah. your plans for me I don't yeah. want to do this anymore so if I get an inkling of anything like it doesn't feel right in my spirit or it's it's pulling too much out of me that I know that I don't want to give allow me or give me that um the urge to say no give me the urge to choose myself first and if after I've chosen myself if after I still feel some kind of you know guilt or anything about it show me what it is that is that is causing that guilt got you um, and that has helped me so much. It has helped me so, so much. Um, and then there are other things that, you know, I, I definitely got to work on <laughs> as far as choosing myself. Cause sometimes I'm just, I've been saying no a lot lately yeah. to a lot of people. And mostly it's because like you said, you know, well, it, for me, it knocks me back when I do say yes, mm-hmm. it, it keeps me further, further away from what I want and what yeah. God has for me when I'm saying yes to other people, because I, I then take up the time that I, I could have been, you know, spending with God yeah. to, to do this or that for that person. Yeah. And it's like, is this, what is this really getting you at the end of the day? Yeah. Cause it's getting doing you this for good intentions, but this is not what I need you to do right now. Yeah. 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 And those are the conversations you have to have yourself when you when you're feeling that guilt or when you ever are in a place of where you're choose deciding if you should or if you shouldn't. Do you choose yourself or do you do what this you know somebody asks? Yeah. Um, I've definitely been doing a lot of like I love that I just like decided to dedicate myself to writing in my journal again because it really is helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I really worked through a lot just writing out all my thoughts and my feelings and my wants and all of that stuff and like my fears like it really does allow me to truly like sit down and get it out and then I go back and I read it and I really like it's kind of like studying yourself yeah it really is and it it helps me to understand myself more that's when you learn things are fluid because yeah I've done the same thing I haven't journaled actually this week at all but um I have been journaling more and looking back I'm like oh okay wow like 
you, you see things that you've overcome just by writing yes. it down when you and 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 this is um this is actually like very true when you write things down you're more likely to remember them mm-hmm. and therefore you're more likely to walk by them yeah um so if you're writing down these things that you have once you know been anxious about or things that you're not so sure about your brain is remembering that and it's almost putting you in a place of where you like start to reverse that mm. and you're like "Ooh, okay i did I made myself aware of this. Like, let's not. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. It gives you a chance to like reflect back on your notes mm-hmm. and be like, okay, this is what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. How do I answer this question? Yeah. yeah. Like, definitely. Oh my God, God is amazing. Because He teaches me like it's so weird. Like, the older I get, the more He teaches me how to study. Mm-hmm. Like, it slowly grows over time. But like, I've got so much more deeper in my Bible. I've been reading the word a lot more. I actually read um, the, I forget what it's called, but it's something disciple. The version of my Bible that I read is something called like literal disciple something. But basically they break down the word the way that the disciples interpreted it. Mm-hmm. And it like, I'm in love with that version of the Bible because it gives me so much. Oh, I need that. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I need but, that. But like, it gives me so much and it explains things in such a way that like I truly do feel like I am reading from a textbook mm-hmm. like I've, I've actually started began using my Bible like a textbook mm-hmm. because it gives me so much information especially when I'm like just in a state of confusion I've learned to not only pray and wait but also turn to scripture because if something is on my mind so much it's nothing for me to 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 type in google scripture about such and such and go through the the uh the results and when something hits me it hits me mm-hmm. so like and that's the thing too i love about just this at this time we live in like you don't really this is gonna sound so bad but you don't really need a preacher to, to direct you to the word like you really can't if something is on your heart you really can't just go to google and be like this is what's on my heart i want to read a scripture about it and it'll give you results like it might not give you exactly what god wants yeah. to give you but if you are the kind of person who don't mind going through and doing your research and learning and taking in information, you really can like get something out of the word. Mm-hmm. And I do it often. I do like it all. Either it'll be a scripture that that's floating around in my head that I don't know word for word, and then I'll go look for that, or it'll be just something that God has put on my heart, but I, I still can't put it piece it together. So I'll look into the word to find a scripture that will give me something in accordance to that and through that but also journaling and taking notes about the scriptures and the things that God reveals to me and just like constantly praying and putting into practice and application the things that God gives me and reveals to me I really have become a student of life Mm -hmm. and I love it because it just it makes this this whole human experience so much worthwhile like it's so much more worthwhile than how I used to look at life mm-hmm. I used to look at life like I was just like I don't know some straggler just like getting through day by day and it just yeah. was what it was and now I'm just like what am I gonna learn today yeah you're intentional about yeah. everything now yeah yeah it's beautiful I um I do want to say something um just about having a spiritual leader um now, I do study on my own. I study so much on my own. Um, but 
there is something special about having a spiritual leader who also studies and who also leads you to study on your own. Um, it, it's nothing like it, honestly. <laughs> My pastor, she is, she's so amazing. Um, and she's also counseling me right now. Um, and I will say this, like if you feel the need to um, be in a place where you are, you know, just seeking an extra or a more experienced person in this field or in just what you the tip the, something that you're battling with um after doing your studying if you still don't have clarity you know it is okay to seek somebody who has more clarity who has more experience than you do um because they could give you a perspective that you never thought about yeah. and that's not to say that you have to you know go with what they give you but oh, yeah, it's I, definitely, just a, I definitely don't take spiritual leaders for granted yeah and that's why i said i don't even want to say this but like i meant just in the sense of like needing it in that moment yeah, yeah no i totally get what you're like, saying like when, it, when yeah. it really comes down to it because i'm listen i'm a big like you know uh, what's his name um i forget his name but he's a, he's a white guy he teaches uh like you see him a lot on Instagram and stuff like that. Like I, I like a lot of his videos and also the other guy, I think his name is like Todd or something like that. Michael Todd or something like that. I okay, yeah, a lot I of his videos. Um, I, yeah, and I, from time to time I do go to my home church and get a word mm -hmm. and, you know, worship and all that stuff. Cause I, that's what it is for me that when I really want to go back to church is cause I miss worship. Yeah. I miss being in the house of praise and like, it's so, praise it just it's feels different. so good. Yes. Absolutely. So I definitely like, there's definitely merit in having spiritual leaders. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I'm not gonna sit here and say that at some point, you know, on this rock of God, that I, he won't call me to get in contact and have rapport with a spiritual leader of my own. Yeah. It's just that. Now is not the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 now for I'm sure. Really get to like the grid. Yeah. The, the, the foundation of, of my relationship with God and allowing him to just show me whatever he needs to show me. Cause, mm -hmm. and I also think that God knows his child. He knows that I'm I'm very anti-authority. Yeah. Very anti, like, <laughs> don't want to be told nothing. Mm -hmm. And so he's had to kind of Work approach on that life with, you, with yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, he's really in the midst now teaching me how to take direction, how to take, you know, unsolicited, quote-unquote, direction and mm -hmm. advice. Even we were talking about it earlier, like, I don't want you to tell me nothing, but there's certain people that God revealed to me, you should probably listen. Yeah, you should absolutely. Yeah, and he and he will, yeah. and he will let you know in that moment. Yeah, listen to this. Yeah, tap into this. Yeah. I'm trying to show you. This is this person speaking. This is me speaking yes. through this person. Yes. So I need you to listen. Yeah, and and that's when you know it's like okay, like with my my pastor in particular. Um, I've known her since I was 14. So, um, and I've seen her journey, and she's seen mine. So she can see things beyond what I can see. Um, and it's because her walk with God has been, you know, a lot longer than my walk. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why, you know, I don't seek her for everything, but for a lot of things I do, because I know she's had experience. I know that, you know, she's not going to speak from a place of self, but from a place of God. Yeah. She always, always, always reference scripture, reference the word. So that brings me a, a comfort because I know she's not speaking about yeah you know her her carnal view of things but she's speaking from a spiritual place mm -hmm. and that is also very something extremely important when you do go and seek out um, a spiritual leader is that if they are not referencing the word and you know if they're not referencing god's scripture 
and when when they are advising you or are leading you in a, in a certain direction that's that you don't need to be around those people yeah. <laughs> like you want to be around people who are referencing the word because the word is the word is everlasting it's forever it's always going to be what god goes by and that's when you'll know if that person's truly for you and you will know too because they will say things that you know you've never told them from your mouth but god had to reveal to them mm. in order for them to know and speak on you about so i think um i think you you'll i mean in time you'll come to that yeah when you need it you don't need it right now yeah you're at a place I, where i think um i think at a certain point like i think that like i said god knows his child and so i think for right now he really is having to give me a lot of things like direct from the source because I probably wouldn't get it any other way. Yeah. But I do think that, I mean, I, I can't even say, because we just never know God. Yeah. But I will say that I'm not going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to be very open to once it gets to a point where when God tells me I need you to find yourself a spiritual leader, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Like, yeah. Because there's no... I'm gonna do that. It's the answer. That's about it. Yeah. yeah, ain't no ifs answer, but I'm I'm a good I'm gonna do that. It's just that he didn't say it to me yet. And, yeah. and and also he also again I just appreciate God and how he sets up my life. Like he just gives me so many people around me that are so spirit led that like I, I I bounce off of different people's perspectives of of this walk with God because yeah. God has done a great job of putting me in connection with people who know God yeah. have relationship like between you and Trop and O and and, and and just a couple of other different people who I know know God yeah. like when I do have those moments where I'll need that outside perspective I just get it because I'm 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 round you. You surrounded, yeah, yeah, surrounded surround yourself with, with those people. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that once I, if, if, if it ever comes to a point where I don't have that resource available to myself, mm -hmm. then that's probably going to be the time where he calls me. I need you to go find you a church family or I need you to go find you a spiritual leader even. Like I need you to, 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 to be intentional about, you know, the person you have helping you lead you closer to me. No, no. And I'm okay with that. And it's he's also time for everything. To, right. He's also yeah. teaching me how to find a relationship with him myself. Mm -hmm. And I've always been the kind of person who, like, if I got questions, I would much rather ask the person who can answer it versus the person who is is uh, has been, you know, deemed good enough to answer. Right. Like, right. I, 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 yeah. I, give me, give me the info, please. <laughs> I'll go right to the source. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I totally get you. Wow. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank you. It's a, it's a place of transition. So just absolutely. keep reminding yourself that things are going to feel fuzzy and shaky at times because you are transitioning. So just just be mindful yeah. that you're, you're in a place of transition and everything is fluid. Nothing is... I'm about to write that one down. I'm <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I really, I feel like God's preparing me for, has been preparing me for that for a while now. Mm -hmm. Just that understanding of how fluid life is. Because yeah. I feel like I never sit still too long in one perspective or mindset. Yeah. Like God is, like I said, God is constantly changing me and growing me in spirit and in truth. And so it's this, I'm not opposed to the idea of, God kind of just being like, okay, well, this is what I have for you now. It's nothing like you what you thought it was gonna be, but yeah. this is what it is. So like, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm 
becoming more comfortable with the fluidity of life. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm still, like you said, in transition, still trying to remove some of this flesh up off of what God is doing and trying to keep my sanity in the midst of it all. Yeah. Cause that, 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 that human brain is something different. <laughs> it just is so hardwired to do what is instinctual to the flesh. Survival. Yes. It's just. That's what that's what majority of us are trying to do, survive. Yeah. Trying to, to figure out this whole life thing. Yeah. But TT, oh my gosh, we're almost two hours in. I think you can make this like three episodes. Jesus. <laughs> we hit on a, a lot of different things. Yes, gosh. Could definitely make this about three different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the longest we've ever gone. Probably. Yeah, it is. Dang, it's going to be a... a hard to edit but you know what we gonna do it in jesus name amen amen i appreciate you for coming through t thank you for having me you always have this deep like and i always learn so much when you're here i always so i just get so much from you and like that's why you can't never tell me like age don't mean nothing like you one of my youngest friends but you are so mature and so like just understanding of of relationship that like i always a lot of times when we talk, I come away from the conversation like you the big sis. Because <laughs> you just, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I appreciate you for being here on episode 31. Thank you for ha- This is a milestone. I mean, I don't have so many milestones at this point. But yeah. You gotta celebrate each one. This is amazing. You know what? That's true. <laughs> so, we're gonna do some celebrating then, I guess. But yeah, I appreciate you for coming through, T. Thank you for having me. Um, it's a long episode, but I can't wait to put it out because I know it's gonna touch a whole lot of hearts and a whole lot of minds. It's gonna teach a whole lot of people about God. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. I will see you guys next week and be blessed.